everybody. Welcome to our very first podcast episode. I'm here with Sean. Hi, Sean. Hey, I thought we were already did it. I didn't realize we were doing an intro now. My bad. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is this is how we're gonna roll, you guys. We don't really know what we're doing, but <laughs> you all enjoyed Vlogmas, so we're here, and that's this is gonna be fun and hopefully bring happiness to your day. We have no plan. <laughs> we're just gonna- no. We're just going to kind of go with it. So how are you, Sean? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. Um, we're about to finish up our season here with Ballet Met. So I don't know when this will air, but we'll be obviously, I'm sure, after the next week. We do our last weekend of shows this week. What are so you dancing? Nice to get a break. Um, I get to debut myself in After Rain, which will be really fun. I get to do it with my really, really close friend, Ray, which I think makes it better. Um, oh, always. I feel like me and Ray were like the underdog couple of uh-huh. the cast, which yeah. like, okay, we're going to do it. But we obviously knew like, we both never thought we would ever do that ballet. Have you, have you done that? I'm sure you've been put in a ballet. You're like, this is not <laughs> what I'm thought of. Like we got cast. And then the first thing we thought of was, cause after Ray is like, so just ethereal and supple and like light and glowing, but present. Not one word describes me or Ray that at all. <laughs> oh, totally. That would be like me when I did um, Stars and Stripes, like with the baton and the tour. And I was like, this is so not me. And then I, I even Peter was like, I gave you this because this is everything you need to work on. <laughs> so it's like, okay. So yeah. I would really- actually disagree with that. And I would say, of course, you in the front with a baton doing a little pageanty thing is completely you but maybe not like what everyone expects from you dancing but I'm like that is that's little Katie like let's just look at those little kid photos of you and your little ballerina costume I'm like this is just southern Alabama Katie as an adult living her childhood little fantasy dreams yeah that's actually very true okay yeah true yeah all right in my mind I'm like of course this image makes complete sense but not your go-to as like you as a dancer Mm-hmm. yeah exactly but I and for you like after the ring I don't know you are a better partner than you think you are and like Sean always used to say to me oh I just want I I'm just a core dancer like I've heard you say that so many times you're not just a core dancer you've done Romeo with me you've done Giselle with me like you're more than a core dancer Sean you are no I get good opportunities which I I, I do appreciate but I know my place but it's just me and me and Ray are both like very strong people physically outside of ballet. Like we're both not the little wavy, like we're both solid. And so, and like, our, like, well, Ray actually has this very luscious vibe to her, but it's like strong diva vibe. It's, so it's just different. So we got casting this in, we keep on getting the note you know how in after the, the very first sways happen and then you do the arm lower? Mm-hmm. Well, one, I did not know my arms was going to be for armpit. I thought it was like arm on arm and the armpit was only because if the woman couldn't hold up her body weight. Yeah. But it's like a very bad shoulder moment. But me and Ray, as we are, the solid bricks of muscle we are, of <laughs> course, went arm over arm and then I go down I go down I go down I go down and I'm trying to have her as low as possible thinking that's the whole goal and which we can do and then come back up and then they went you know and Edward was like so you guys you're 
just passed too far. And I know you guys really want to, and you guys can, yeah. but it needs to just take the little edge off. It's just a little too, too solid. Too so- <laughs> You're too solid. Please don't be so solid. <laughs> so I like to, he's like, we did it again okay, for our tech rehearsal. And he did say, he's like, you're just walking that fine line. You're not, you, you stepped it back, but you're just nothing, le- nothing more. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, do, I love the notes you get as dance. Like what's the weirdest note you've gotten from a, like for a ballet? Like I remember, <laughs> remember for me, like doing Romeo and Juliet for the first time. And I was too involved in kissing Seth Orza back when I was dead. And Russell Kaiser was like, Katie, dead people don't kiss back. <laughs> like that was, the, that was the note that I was just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> and it's just so weird. Like anybody walking down the street to hear dead people don't kiss, like it's just a weird note. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. what's a weird note you've gotten? Most recently, it would have been, if you want to stay on the kissing topic, it would have actually been me and Ray and after the rain. We had too much of a moment that we looked at each, like before I, I drag her back. And it was, you guys, it was too passionate. It looked like you guys about to like make out like a soap opera. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, we won't do that. But the weirdest note, I get random stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, it's always well, weird stuff. I don't think it's that weird, but like, I'm only, so, like I just got told not to count out loud, and I'm like, guys, I'm thrown into this part last minute. I'm desperate. Of course, I'm counting out loud. Mm-hmm. There's no other option. Yeah. Yeah. No, do I that. don't know. I have weird notes. Mine are always just like, Sean, relax your face, <laughs> which sounds weird, but. Uh, so before we get like too into stuff, let's let's take everybody back for a second, and and I want to tell them who you are and what you've done, but also like how we met. Because if you've watched any of our Vlogmas, you know that Sean and I are very good friends and we have our own special. (laughs) Out of nowhere too. Yeah. Literally out of nowhere. And here we are. Yeah. So I was doing, what was I doing? I was doing a night at the Kennedy Center. Yeah. It was an evening with Catherine Morgan at the Kennedy Center. About what, five? Well, you figured it out the other day, six years ago um i've been here about five years and you go one year the year before that was doing west side when i realized i wanted to go back to ballet because no one could dance in a straight line so it would have been seven years ago seven years okay and this I, is the worst process how i think of time but yes no i that's to, that's totally how you think of time as a dancer it's like oh i was doing this when and how many years and what role yeah. and totally um and i reached out to kurt froman because kurt froman is he's a former city ballet colleague of mine but he's one of those people that like knows everyone he's been on broadway he's been everywhere and i was like kurt i need a partner like, and he is this like detailed depth historian casually mm-hmm. from like his couch out of nowhere like if you need to know something it's him yeah go follow him on instagram kurt from and he was like all right let me think on it and a couple of days later he was like so i have this friend sean rolfson you should contact him he's a great partner he's a great dancer i think he even said you he was like oh he's a former pnb and then left and i don't know, I don't know if you were doing phantom at the time or what and i was like okay were you i was doing- phantom i just did flesh and bone with kurt Oh, we he did. As, yeah, flesh and yeah, bone. We were in the supporting characters for that series together. So that's I how did. I knew Kurt out of nowhere was from right. that. Right. And um, so we, I contacted you and we, I was like, hi, can you do Don Q Act 3 and Romeo and Juliet all in the same show with me? 
because <laughs> I was very ambitious in picking my program. Um, and so we just, we met and we started rehearsing and that was it. Yeah. yeah. I agreed to that so stupidly. <laughs> I was like, I'll do anything for a dollar. That's literally how I agreed to it. I was in New York and it was like, I wasn't in Phantom at the exact moment. It was between shows and I was like, sure. I'll do it for a dollar. I didn't know who you were. I'm probably like one of the five people that did it in New York. And I really didn't know, I didn't think it was the Kennedy, I didn't think it was the Kennedy, I didn't know, I don't think I remember it. I don't think I knew it was the Kennedy Center. If I knew it was the Kennedy Center, I would have said no probably, because I'm scared. See, again, I'm a court answer. No, Sean, you're not. No, you're not. And so I was like, can we do Don Q? I mean, I literally picked the most ambitious program in the world. Like, I don't know why I picked this program. Well, you also picked the two things that are completely out of my wheelhouse that I never would have, one, ever had on my list to do or two, ever thought I would have to do. Like, Don Q, Basilio was never on my, like, I am not classical. This is yeah, but it was we did the well. most American boy possible. <laughs> but you know what? It was I picked it because I'd never done it, and I knew I was never going to get cast as Keytree anywhere. Like again, going back to roles that are not suited to you, and I was like, oh, that'd be fun. And so, but doing and I picked this and program. I think I had like six pieces for me, and I was, oh, it was stupid. But I had fun with. Sean. And then I found out you picked Who Cares, and I was like, why can't I do Who Cares with you? Oh That's yeah. My- I would have done that like no problem. Yeah, we just did that's that my wheelhouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then since then, Sean and I have done we've done a bunch of stuff. We've done Giselle. We've done all we've done like classical stuff. Sean. <laughs> yeah, that's because of the whole copyright issue. I think that I hate. People need to get over themselves. It's not that deep. Like, calm down. So true. Copyright is killing. Like this. Okay. Here's my thoughts about copyright and everything. I'm all about protecting someone's intellectual property. I think you have to. But this whole like, you can't film, you can't show yourself dancing, like as dancers, our careers, and this is also what I think about Broadway bootlegs. Controversial, I don't care. Because of bootlegs is how people know about people. And that is how you're seen. So if there were no bootlegs of anything, we would not know of anyone's name. Mm-hmm. sorry mm-hmm. just flat out is what it is so just let it as long as they're like always done positively to like show off another cast or someone else doing it I think it's they're fine and this yeah the whole like oh you need permission I understand needing permission and like wanting approval but like get a grip you guys don't make it's not that deep like yeah. let people pay their permission like any other Thing. like I want to do this musical I'm going to pay the trust and get the rights to do it and then whatever totally because not everybody can like honestly buy a ticket to New York and go see Phantom or go see whatever and I think it's good when I don't know I loved seeing just because I've seen a bootleg of a show doesn't mean like oh good now I've seen it I don't want to see like I'd want to go see the real thing it's not like it's gonna deter people coming to watch the show in my opinion um ballets too like I feel like especially ballet it's an art form that people like aren't sure about and sometimes I feel like bootlegs could help oh that's what that is like I still haven't posted a bunch of things that I have because of copyrights I mean at least you even have some of them the worst part is like you can barely view yourself in our career choice like we're not an actor who can go and buy a movie or a dvd 
you know, right. of themselves and their performance. Right. Like we have all these stupid restrictions that like, I'm doing this and I can't even have a copy of it to yeah. watch myself Yeah. or to show my family or to say like, back in the day, I looked good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I just look like a potato, but back in the day, watch what I did, kids. Like nothing. Right. It's a joke. Right. And I think it's disrespectful to the artists. Yeah, I would love to, I don't know if they'd ever do this, but I'd love to contact City Ballet and be like, hi, can I have this, 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 and this? Because they keep, they archive it, they film everything. That's what you all don't know. Ballet companies literally film so many things and never do anything with it for archive mm-hmm. footage. And so I'd love to like get, I don't have my Sleeping Beauty with Tyler Angle. You I don't actually go see yours in New York though. All your stuff's in the public library there. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. So I remember when I was at SAB, we could go over to the library and watch archive videos of good almost everything. Oh, good to know. I mean, how do you think some at-home ballet historian has all those videos? That's very true. I think a lot of them come from the library there. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I'll take a trip Especially next time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have, I don't know about if they have every single year, but I think they have every single ballet. And I think more now that it's all digital. Okay. But we literally were told we could go watch. Because that's actually how I learned square dance the first time. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I learned square dance in the library <laughs> at New York <laughs> City Ballet. Because I was a PD at PMB And I was cast to be second cast with the company for square dance. I was the only PD boy that year that did that. And I was like, oh, I'm leaving to go to summer course at SAB. I know you're staging it during summer. Do you want me here or what? And, he, and Peter told me, oh, when you come back, don't worry, you'll just, you're fast, you can learn it then. And when I found out I could just go across to the library, I remember going across and being like, okay. So at least I had an idea, because I've never seen square dance, but at least it helped like 17 year old Sean have an idea knowing that everyone else had already learned it. And I was um, not. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's good to know. I didn't know you could do that. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember us yeah, going that's... down, like they would film almost every show. So you could go down to like the video room mm-hmm. with your VHS. For anybody who didn't doesn't know what a VHS is, Google it. <laughs> we had VHSs at the time. And you could watch the show you just did or you could watch the previous cast. And I remember going down there too. Like if you had to learn something quick, you went down there you watched the most recent video and, you know, <clears throat> learned it in the, you know, three by five video room. Yeah, because so. you guys weren't allowed to even bring your videos to the studio, were you? No, no. you had the, to watch it in the room. At least at PMU, we could check out our videos from the man- the stage management's office upstairs. We could check it out and say, I'm taking it down to the studio, but you sign your little waiver paper form that says, I'm checking it out at this time and this date, I'm going to go down to Studio A flail for Jesus, go back upstairs and give back the DV, the here. Here though, it is even stricter here. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't, I'm only, we're only allowed to watch ourselves to review certain stuff. I think because it's not as big of a name as other places or they're just extra cautious. I'm not sure. Mm. People need to stop worrying about stuff showing up online. It's already there. Yeah, it's, it's already, already there. Well, like this year with our Vlogmas, I had to take down some of the Balanchine Nutcracker footage. I had to literally, and I'm like sitting there going, 
Do you know how many versions of that are already on YouTube? <laughs> like the full Darcy Kistler Damien version, the full Megan Joaquin version. Like right? I they're already there. It's like in mine wasn't front footage, it was side footage. I don't know. And they were like, you need to take this down, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I did. And it's not even like we were saying, this is our own intellectual choreography. Like, no, this is the version we learned and we're taught and we've done for years. So many people have done it. So many people do it for gigs all the time. Like it's, everybody does it. Anyway, mm. it's just weird. And it, it, you're actually, I think you're hindering the growth of ballet. I really do. Oh, I do too. It's a dying art form. Let's be real. It's a dying art form. Mm-hmm. All mm -hmm. the donors are dying. They're all old. The younger generation is not being as invested into it because it's not part of like the go-to culture because it's not available. Right. It's right. not on our streaming services. It's not online. It's not like you can't watch it unless you're live really right. pretty much. Or you can't watch the wide variety that's actually interesting. Mm -hmm. Sorry, also controversial. Ballets like Giselle are boring to me. I'm not gonna watch that at home, <laughs> right? Right. Especially if you've never, if you're not a ballet person, that's not what you're going to, that's not what's going to draw you in as a young adult. Right. You want to watch like Red Angels or A Million Kisses from David Dawson or like something from Killian, you know, like Petite Mort or something that is just a little bit different or even just like Rubies or mm -hmm. a black and white, something flashy. Yeah. I that's always tell people don't, as, as quintessential ballet as it is, don't let Sleeping Beauty be your first ballet because you will never want to come back because it is so long. There's three acts. It's like no story. Like, it's like, okay. Like in my opinion, like Aurora has, no, she's a princess and she falls asleep and that's it. Like that's her biggest issue. I've said that before is that she falls asleep. And I'm like, this is not a good ballet to have it be your first. Like it's really not. So, no. yeah, so you own bootlegs. Yeah. So Sean, tell everybody if they don't know a little bit of your history. You are a homegrown PMB boy. I am. I started there when I was seven and I went all the way up to school and I got hired in the company. At that point, I was the only like true student. There was me and one girl at the time that was in the company that actually grew up, grew up in the school. I think that might have changed now. I think there might be a couple extra ones. It's very common though. Like even SAB, there are very few homegrown SAB kids that ever make it into the company. Very few, maybe five while I was there total. It's so bizarre. Right. And people come in when they're like, we'll say 13, that's a young age. And they're like, I'm from the school. I'm like, you already learned ballet. You came here just to like be fixed. Mm -hmm. Or like you come at 15 or 16, or like the 17, 18 year olds as like trainees or PDs. I'm like, you didn't put up with that like I did. You don't get you don't get that little school star. Yeah, I was told every year to quit. Yeah, you don't get that right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I was at PNB. Then I left when I was twenty four, and I did Broadway for three years. I did Phantom of the Opera for a year and a half. I did West Side Story in Sarasota with the director who was about to do the international tour, and then I did Flesh and Bone with Kurt. I did the Kennedy Center with you and then a couple other random things, the Find Your Fifth DVD and stuff. And then I was like, I miss ballet because people can't dance in straight lines and people on Broadway were marking and it was stressing me out. So <laughs> I'm back to ballet and now I'm at Ballet Met. 
So that's, I love that you've done a little bit of everything. And I probably want to save this for another episode. But at one point, maybe next time, I want to talk to you about difference between ballet companies and Broadway companies. Because I feel like that's a whole episode by itself. Um, Something that I, you think is similar and is not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it a little bit. We got time. Again, we're just going to kind of, we're going with the flow here. So you were in Phantom, which has ballet in it. And many, a lot of actually of the ballerinas in Phantom were at New York City Ballet or SAB at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Amanda Edge switched over. She ended up doing Meg. Polly Barrett was there for a long time. I don't know if she still is. Um, I think she came back now. Oh, did she? Yeah. Yeah. No, a bunch of them. So tell everybody about doing the same show eight times a week because that is what I cannot get past that you guys do like I really can't get past that so for me for Phantom I never got bored um maybe because so when I joined Phantom I was hired originally and what they were doing at the time was hiring the ballet like the ensemble the ballet soloist man there's two of them as long-term vacation swings Mm. so on broadway because they don't rotate through cast they literally just have enough people for the show plus a few extras just in case i found out when i was hired that broadway has a thing called vacation swings so like if someone is going to be out for three weeks or like let's say i'm in a broadway show but then i'm going to go start rehearsals for a new broadway show possibly or a workshop for a new show i might have to take a leave of absence for three weeks or four weeks the month they then bring in, instead of using one of their offstage swings that they need for everyone else, they bring in like a permanent replacement for that chunk of time. So I was hired as a long-term vacation swing for the ballet boy who was out on injury. So I came in like with like a six month writer or four months first, and then it just kept having to sign another writer to keep on extending it and extending it and extending it. So I think because of that, there would be sometimes a couple weeks that I would not be in the show or like, I think the longest was like a month. Hmm. So I had time on and off, which was nice, which is, um, but also the two boys in Phantom swap spots every week. Oh, that's right. That's right. So yeah. they took, I, I think the legend was it used to be one spot. One boy covered these two solos dance spots, but because you're on the steel stage and what you were doing, and because like that they called out, they would have to have an actual danceable boy as a cover. Mm-hmm. They hired two, split the dancing up into two different spots. So if one of us would call out, the boy could actually do the whole thing themselves mm, and then take one of the non-dance swings and put them into all the non-dance aspects. Right. So that makes sense. they added like a little, so I think that's why there's two. And so they rotate through every week, which one you do. So you bounce back and forth. Nice. So there's you get a little mix up, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because each of us would prefer the different tracks. Hmm. Like I rather just like, and I actually always liked it when the other boy would call out and I had to do all the dancing instead, because yeah. then you're just moving the whole time instead of all of a sudden I'm gonna do a double tour after the whole first act of doing nothing on mm-hmm. a steel stage. I'm just like, I don't know. But for my West Side story. I got real bored real fast. <laughs> that show, I, I... Okay, tell us about that. <laughs> this will be also, I'm sure, controversial to every single theater person, but I don't like West Side Story. <laughs> oh, really? 
which I didn't know until I did it. Interesting. Because we did the we did the, the sweet version. It's like Rob, like City Ballet yeah. has um, the Jerry or J- Jerome Robbins like 30 minute version, which is basically just all the dancing. And it was really which- fun. I did that at PNB and that's why I'm like, oh, this is great. I loved it. I did yeah. pool, danced at the gym, right. all that stuff. So fun. Yeah. I'm in New York. I'm doing my auditions. I'm being pulled in for Book of Mormon, for like Wicked Beer or whatever. And then West Side Story comes along and it's in Sarasota for like a four month chunk because that's like the version that then would be taken on the international tour. Interesting. Ish, ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Why not? I'm not working right now. And I'm going to go live in Florida for four months. Why not? Yeah. And not? I did the audition and I got Diesel and Riff's understudy. And I was like, perfect. Went down to Florida, started doing rehearsals. And I was like, dang, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this scene can be cut. This scene can be cut. And I'm like, some of my friends in the cast were like, you just cut every scene. And I'm like, yeah, let's do the 30-minute sweet version. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's all you really need. You People need. are only there to like watch the to watch the dance numbers and the fight and the rumble. Like Right. That's it. And then the somewhere over the it's not somewhere over the rainbow. That's Wizard of Oz. Sorry, wrong show. But some the somewhere at the end where Yeah, the like, somewhere ballet. It's pretty. In the clouds. Yeah. It was fun. I did I would dance Maria, who is the only one that doesn't sing. So it was great. I didn't have to sing. Um, but auditioning for that, that was like prince- princess track by the way oh it's a princess track it's so great you get this principal title and you do nothing well i remember like gina and britney pollock and all these people doing anita were like you know the mics on and the warming up the voice and stressing Mm -hmm. out and i have to have the tea and this (laughs) and that and i was just like i'm gonna put on my shoes and i'm gonna go look pretty and dance with benjamin milpier and that's it (laughs) so yeah the maria in that version is a princess track Oh yeah, it is. But yeah, so I got really bored in West Side Story because it wasn't hard for me to do. I wasn't invested. I didn't care about the story. I like, you know, would take like give myself warm up class, and then the show itself for me, like compared to what I was used to doing, mm-hmm. you know, physically. Yeah. And I used when I we did the suite, the Jet Men have it really hard because I would do prologue one little thing into dance the gym right away Mm -hmm. and then dance the gym goes right into cool that's right then you have america before you do the rumble right into somewhere so like as a jet boy i was like oh this is tiring i'm huffing and puffing yeah in the real show i'm like this is easy (laughs) dude like nothing yeah people are like really take i I don't know it's not that deep I didn't oh take that seriously. God. Oh my gosh, I love it. Uh, West Side Story is a good, it's a good one. If it's ever on the, the roster at a ballet company, you guys go see it. Um, it's also, that just reminded me, it's the first time I met Natalie Portman. She was in the audience that night. She was dating Benjamin Lupia at the time. Now they're married. But it was the, it's the first time she was coming to the ballet. I was dancing with Ben. And I was terrified. Because <laughs> there's a kiss in there, right? I was maybe 20. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to kiss Benjamin Milpier and Natalie's in the audience. And what am I going to do? She was very nice. She's an actress. So she got, you know, she's very, she's like, you're beautiful. It's like, thank you very much. Like, <laughs> just, Was she around was, a lot ever? Yeah, she was. When he was there the last, my last year, because he was doing, he did a new ballet on us, I think right after Black Swan. And I was involved, and so she'd just be like sitting in the audience, and then you know we talked to her, and then Ben did took a group of us to Greece, 
ended this tour and she came with us and yeah i mean it was she was kind of around a lot which was surprising at the time i think she didn't have a movie going on at the time or something but yeah she's lovely she's very sweet she's very chill but just west side story to me will always just i just remember dancing with ben when natalie was in the audience so on another topic, because I have a question. This is I was thinking about this. It's like, oh, that's a good topic for the podcast. Just because you're a dancer doesn't mean you're good at other things physically. Because we went bowling this weekend and we went to top golf this weekend, and like I forgot. That is the I'm... most Utah thing you could ever do <laughs> while yeah. you're there. <laughs> when I saw those photos, you're like, we took like the trainees bowling. I'm like, no. backstory. We're here in Utah. Chris is the training division coordinator at, at Ballet West. And um, as you guys will all find out soon, we have new life plans. And so he took the trainees out for just like a last like end of the year thing. So we took them bowling. And like, I can't, I need the gutter things up. Like I can't bowl at all. Like I thought I, I, at one point I was good, but then I think it was because the things were up. And then like the next day we went to a birthday party at Top Golf, and I can't, like, <laughs> it's like, I have no, are you good at those things? I have like no coordination. I would never peg you as athletic, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's the nicest way, but like, I've been around you enough that I know an athletic sport and... <laughs> Point being, just because I mean, that's like you thinking, that's like someone thinking I'm a stable person. I fall standing. Like, it's just, if you actually know me, you know I'm going to go down at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, actually just happened in rehearsal. I went down really hard. Oh, tell that story. But um, yeah, you're not athletic. I'm not a skilled walker. I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, so you're a ballet dancer. Everyone's like, oh, you're so coordinated. And I'm like, I can't walk up or downstairs. I have no hand-eye coordination when, like, great at soccer. I can do soccer and I can be swimming. My jam. Yeah. Golf. I. You, how did you even aim? I don't even know how to aim. <laughs> I don't know. Well, see, like Chris is good at all of it. Like he can bowl. Like he has his own bowling ball. Like that's how he's like takes this very seriously. So <laughs> he has his own bowling ball. He's good at golf, and I'm sitting there like I can't do any of this. Like, I don't know. I can't. I'm not good at it. And so I feel like that's a very common thing with dancers. Like just because we're athletic doesn't mean we're good at other athletically inclined things. Or good at dancing. Like normal <laughs> dancing. Or, like no, real right. dancing. Right. Like don't you don't want to see me doing hip hop or like, I don't know. Oh, even if we go out to like the bar or the club, I'm just going to stand there and step touch to the, the beat. <laughs> step touch. I, 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 that's as far as it. Well, so... My friends are in Wicked, the tour, and they're here right now in Ohio, in Columbus. And so we both had shows all weekend. So we met up last night, which was Sunday. Who knows when this is airing, but mm -hmm. this is Monday yeah. when we're filming or recording this. Yeah. So Sunday night was our night out. So we went out on Sunday. So we, all, we both have Mondays off. And we were there and theater kids can dance. Ballet kids cannot. <laughs> True. And I'm like, it's 1 a.m. and we're at the bar and I'm, someone literally, like, one of them looked at me and was like, that's it? <laughs> like, that's <laughs> what you're doing. I'm like, sorry. Living my best little life here. <laughs> Living my best little life. <laughs> you know, I think it is too, because like ballet, you have to be so lifted 
and like every other type of dance or activity everybody's like into the ground and strength i think because we're so lifted like <laughs> we can't, i don't know but it's so true it's not a thing it's just not a thing yeah but my falling is a real thing and the other day so i've now fallen twice at work here luckily both times in rehearsal but always carrying a woman oh <laughs> because my little feet or my leg says nope not today satan just gives out and the other day we were running edward's new like four seasons ballet and i was dancing with uh christy latham who i get paired with a bunch here and we were doing this like third cast soloist couple spot and one that we like didn't think we were originally ever going to do. We thought it's a new creation, two cast. We're just the backup plan if something has to happen, like a solid third cast. You know what I'm saying? Like Totally, yep. We weren't rotated in ever in the beginning process. And then two sport techs were like, okay, third cast goes in. We're like, uh-huh. <laughs> so we're doing our like in costume, like studio run before the tech week. And it was been a long week. We were rotating through a bunch of stuff. I was doing like everything one day and then... Edward's choreography is all the partnering is like brute. He like loves a very solid man to like human jungle gym the woman around in these like very pretty but overextended positions and around the body. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing this spring paw and we like come running in. She has her first little like swizzle thing. I carry her up and back around. And then I flip around, I'm putting her down. She's supposed to step and fall in my arms and like lays back and does like this like flying saucer kind of thing. And she lays back in my arms. I cut back too sharp. And then on film, you see my little legs go boom, 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 turn out for some reason to like a full crab walk. In slow-mo, you see my feet hot as shot and both feet are off the ground. As I'm over my front foot, literally I'm going down. And I make sure she stays up and you see me go down, my arms are lifting so she doesn't hit the floor and I'm on the ground. I'm an idiot. I don't really, it was so stupid. It was just so stupid. Yeah. And then the other time I fell too, I was dancing with Carly and I was supposed to like pick her up and run, walk backwards as she's doing these like pot of shot, lift, whatever. Same thing, picked her up. My little legs went like a little cartoon character underneath me. And then I go down and I hold her up so she doesn't fall on film again. Oh my gosh, thought Sean, that's hilarious. <laughs> Little cartoon character. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it feels like. That's literally what it feels like. Um, it's like I don't know. You falls happen in slow motion, or you you look at yourself. I remember, like the very first rehearsal I had with City Ballet, I somehow managed to bite it on a bore. Like you don't even know how they happen. I remember there was one Peter Ballet called jeu de carte the card game and like you transfer your weight from one leg to the other and i somehow bit it on that like it's never anything exciting it's never like triple whatever to the knee you it's like i fell walking i fell standing i fell boring <laughs> like it's just walking down if you have to do an entrance on stairs even mm -hmm. if it's like three stairs from the back i'm like oh. that's the worst part <laughs> yeah like the 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 sleeping beauty set speaking of sleeping beauty tying it back look at us tying it back um <laughs> running down the stairs in the first entrance and you're like please dear lord don't let me fall and bite it in the first five seconds i'm out here because i got three acts to go like it's just and then you have to do that yeah stairs are bad no our sin our cinderella here uh the seat like the season the cinderella transformation all have partners for Padadas, and 
my entrance for the PA was for summer, the backs, three stairs in the forest. And I walked down and me and Tyler are both like gripping hands, walking down these wooden stairs because she doesn't want to slip, but I don't want to slip. And I know I'm a klutz and <laughs> likely I'm going to fall first anyways, yeah. per huge. Yeah, it's a thing. And again, going back to like, just because you're a dancer doesn't mean you're graceful. <laughs> Many of us are klutzes, self-included. Mm-hmm. Self-included. I don't think you and I've ever fallen though, Sean, have we? Yeah. I, mean, I don't think we I had an issue. With you, yeah. No. The worst incident, I think, was when you almost got hit in the head with the psych for Romeo and Juliet, or the wing, when it was coming down. Oh, yeah. The show. I think that's the only incident we've ever really had. Yeah. So far. Yeah. The set came down too early or something to change. Yeah, our- we were backstage. We couldn't see where we were standing or whatever. And then they were dropping down the back psych. Yeah. And it was almost on us. Yeah. Have we had any incident? I don't no, so. I don't think so. I- I don't think so. I mean, other than I Kurt, I did say F, yeah, on stage with you. That was visible from the audience. Yeah, that was true. <laughs> that was after Don Q, right? <laughs> because we made I it. I believe through. that's, yeah. It was after Don Q and I said adult language yeah. directed towards you and your father, I think, saw, or my mother from the two. He's always just happy when you hold me up, though. He's always like, thank you. Thank you for making my daughter look good. Like, that's what he'll say to my partners. Like, he's always very, he just wants you to be there for me. And if you are, you're good. So, like, just do your job? Just do your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just do your job. Thanks for doing your job. The bare <laughs> minimum. Oh, oh my God. Man. Speaking of bare minimum, the other day we were at, in the studio, we were talking about, like, standards or whatever. And sometimes... Have you ever been somewhere or doing something and you're like, someone doesn't care. The standard is so low. Like, it's just so, or you see it, you're like watching a show and you're like, that standard was, yep. someone should have just told them to point their feet. You know, like the bare <laughs> minimum. Yeah. And, and Ray said the best one liner and she goes, if the standard was any lower or no, if the bar was any lower, we'd be at the cemetery. <laughs> so then the rest of the day I was thinking, I was like, that's the funniest thing to me because I was at delusional point. So I was like doing a little like Irish jig. And I was like, Caitlin, everything's real easy. You're just dancing on graves. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now saying this out loud, that sounds very dark and bad, but. In the moment when it's your seventh hour of the day and you can't feel your yes. legs and you're like, what, what are we here for? What is my life? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. just, what it was what we needed for a giggle. Totally. And she's like, what are you doing? And I was just there like, just dancing on grapes, you know, like the bar is real low right now. Plie tendu whack a leg, you know, that's what we should call this podcast, but nobody would get it. But anyway, that's okay. What? Plie tendu whack a leg? Uh-huh. Megan might charge us royalties. She should. That is her. And I like this sort of like show up and chat, whatever's happened, whatever, you know, that's how we're, that's how we roll y'all. We're not going to, we're not going to plan. We're just going to go. Cause I think that's how Vlogmas went and it went really well. So <laughs> the more we plan, the worse it goes. So. Yeah. No. And like we have lives, we yeah. have things to talk about and catch up on. I mean, I'm sure you'll have moving stories because I think I'm a struggler of life, but then you really are a struggler of life. And I feel like the worst things that could happen usually happen. Uh-huh. Like you and Lucien guess who had who gets pushed out of their hotel room the same time that their <laughs> back 
that the restroom bathroom is flooding with sewage at the same time like a flight is can't who like you know what i'm saying okay just to give people that story, I did a guesting this Nutcracker, if you all remember, with Lucianne Postlewaite, who is a principal with PMB. And Lucianne, thankfully, is very chill and professional because the second day we were there, the sewage leaked in the theater. So we had to change dressing rooms like mid-show or like right before the show, like half hour. And then we find out the hotel got our dates wrong. And so they were calling us going, you're checking out today. And we're like, we're in the middle of the matinee and the sewage is leaking and we have to change dressing rooms. And <laughs> so they go, the, the wonderful people at Ballet Brazos, who we love dearly, handled this so beautifully. They went, they checked us out of the hotel room. They moved our hotel room. Meanwhile, I'm going, my like life is in my safe in the room. And I, they didn't know my coat. It was, it was a mess. So yes, things happen to me like this. <laughs> like, Totally. Totally. You're just one of those people that whatever's going to happen is going to happen all at once. Oh, I'm going to have lots of stories because I will announce it officially on YouTube, but Chris and I are moving to California and it will be my home base for all of my things. Surprise. And so like when you come to California to gig with me, that's where we'll rehearse and all the things. And the Catherine Morgan logo will be on the wall and all the stuff. So yeah, it's going to be cool. You having your logo on a wall. On a wall. I know I've always wanted to have my logo on a wall. <laughs> So, um, but he's taking it to school and I'm going to still like guest and gig and do all my videos and stuff. I'll teach for him, but like the school is his and we're sharing the space. So that's smart though. Yeah. I'm excited. So we'll nice. have our big studios the size of a stage. I believe it's going to be huge. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotta have one of those one big one you can like do run throughs in. Yeah. And there, there's, there are poles in the middle of the studio all on New York, but the poles divide the studio in the stage size. So like on one side of the poles is the, uh, big enough to be a stage. So what we'll probably do is be like, you know, first cast in front of the poles, second cast behind the poles, or if you're not dancing behind the poles, you know, so it'll be mm -hmm. like its own wings. So kind of like how Miami's big studio is, <laughs> how it's big enough to have like, yeah, which is so, that is a gift. Yes. To, to be have a, space in the back for yes. another cast to run or rehearse stuff simultaneously. That is a gift. Yeah. Miami's biggest studio was two studios sizes for those of you that don't know. And so you could do double run throughs first cast in the front, second cast in the back. And it was because I think part of the problem is that a lot of second cast, again, you never get rehearsal. You're always in the back, blah, blah, blah. But it was not an issue in my, it was a luxury. It was amazing because you could run the ballet. Yeah. You could run the ballet. In the back we have that here at ballet met that like the wall opens up it's supposed to be able to open up easily but it's not but yeah. technically the two big studios can open up or if we needed to do that i mm -hmm. wish we could it would have been nice just to have like for like principal stuff you can mm -hmm. do things pause variations there's room yeah but i don't know they're remodeling like redoing the whole building everything here slowly so but we'll have lots of stories. I'm sure you have stories too. You you always have good stories, Sean. That's because I'm a mess. <laughs> we'll have to do a podcast about Harry Potter because we're Harry Potter fans. So we'll have to do that. I still have to go to Disney with you. It did not work this year because I did YAGP. And Universal, both. Yes. Both. Yes. Yep. We might have to we might have to do that. That would be a vlog if we did that. Mm -hmm. I would vlog that for sure in a heartbeat. But cool. Thanks for joining us, you guys. And if there's something you want us to talk about, send me a message on Instagram, something. Just 
email me at say hi at caymanfriends.com. Maybe we'll get our own podcast email as we go. We'll see. But yeah, let us know if there's something you want to talk, you want to hear about. Yeah. Anyway. Concerns, thoughts, just don't bash us. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> it's, not worth, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. It's not worth it. We're not deep people. We're just, this is like very surface level, 100%. I am straight up Fiero shallow. With <laughs> oh my no gosh, you'd be brilliant at Fiero. Oh, Sean. Yeah. That's my next retirement plan. The Fiero understudy ensemble track that you only go on once a year as Fiero. <laughs> That's my next retirement plan. Great. I love it. I love it. You'd get paid well for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. No stress. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Okay, well, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. Bye.